Hi guys, I'm Liza. I'm Kurt. And we are both parents, and this is the Parent Skills Podcast. So we are still back. No, yeah. no first jingle. Second no first jingle. jingle. It's all good. So. And the jingle debate is dead. We don't even need to We're go there. We're not even going don't there. Need to, don't even need to re- rehash yes. it. <laughs> okay. So Liza, this is week two. Now we came up with a title for these three weeks. We didn't have it yet last last episode, yeah. but this is our stories series. Love it. So I was gonna, worried you were going to ask me what the title was. No, was it's like... a, this is the <laughs> third week of our story series mm-hmm. where we're taking, I'm sorry, this is second. the second week of our three week story yes. series. Yes. And for these three weeks, we're doing something a little bit different. We started out last mm-hmm. week, last episode with my son-in-law, Colton. Yep. And this week, we've got an awesome friend of ours, Amy Kendall. And what we're doing for this week, last week, and next week, three-week story series, is we're just hearing a little bit more testimonies, a little bit more personal stories of people who have some unique-ish, because none of these are like rare. They're just a little bit more unique than 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 yeah. some topics. Um parenting circumstances. Yes. And so last week we talked with Colton about parenting with a mental health diagnosis. This week we're going to talk with Amy about raising a child with special needs. Mm-hmm. And again, like like last week, if you're listening to us yeah. and you don't have a child with special needs, please don't check out because we're going to talk about how, you know, parenting is kind of parenting is yes. parenting. Yes. And the there might be a narrower topic to start, yeah. but it's still going to be generalized yes. cuz I think Amy said yep. it well as we were prepping as a child as a child is a Child. Yes. And by the way, even if you don't have a child with special needs, chances are you know somebody who does mm-hmm. and learning is good. And it's and, and yes. learning and hearing people's stories stretches our empathy, stretches our understanding, gives us a little bit bigger perspective on things. And we're all better parents when we have a wider view. Um, and so we're going to we're going to talk with Amy a little bit today. And I think it's going to be a really, really good time. Yeah. All right. Well, welcome back. And as Kurt said, we are so excited to have our sweet Amy Kendall here. She has worn lots of hats at the church, um, but most recently and especially she is our disabilities minister of one of her many hats. We Mm -hmm. won't tell you all the 900 other things she does at the church, but that is one of the biggest emphases, hearts, passions that she carries is caring for all of, I, I can't even say kids, like basically anybody and everybody who has disabilities, yeah, whether was, they're babies to adults even. I was going to, I was going to call you out for exaggerating 900 different roles, she but does that's close. Yeah. Like I, I, had, I, I had to bite my tongue because <laughs> like, that's really not that much of an exaggeration. Mm-mm. It's 900 roles now added up with the 500 other roles she's had. She's, oh, she's a jack of all the trades. Powerhouse. Yeah. An Amy of all <laughs> trades, a powerhouse. Yes. Well, Amy, tell us a little bit about kind of your story, because I know not only do you have this heart and passion, but a lot of it comes from your own raising of your own kiddo. Yeah. So um, I actually, I was raised in a family where my mom was a disabilities um, teacher and she taught. So I was raised around it my whole life. And so I actually never thought I would go in that direction. And um, I went another direction and God closed doors and brought me right back into it. And in the process of being a behaviorist and working in this um, in the area, I had a son and um, my son at a pretty early age, um, I he had some peculiarities, I guess you could say. Um, he was tend to be more like a toe walker and um, he was a sensory seeker. And so at a pretty early age, I knew God created him a little different. And so um through his life, um, he had the blessing of 
of getting many different diagnoses, um, um, some at a younger age, some as he got a little bit older. And so he is now a senior in high school, um, thriving, but um, definitely challenges. And I think one of the things I tell people all the time that has always been the hardest is when he got to the age when he could ask, how come God created me this way? Mm. Um, that he, he didn't understand why he wasn't like his friends. He didn't understand why things didn't come as easy at times. And he really struggled with that. And so um, I think I've always shared with you guys that I have those two mottos that we use in our family that are so um, important and that we say one different isn't defective. Um, mm-hmm. we, we live in that. Um, just because people are different doesn't mean something's wrong with them. Yeah. And so we always say that. And the other one we say is um, our weakness is our witness. And mm-hmm. so we say whatever um, God you know, uses to be our weakness, we're able to use that as our testimony, our story. Um, I, I laugh because he has a remarkable IQ and he's kind of athletic. And I always told him, like, you have to have something that's a weakness. Otherwise, you don't need Jesus. You don't need God. Wow. Right. You can just do everything on your own. And so we, um, we've taken those things. And so when things are difficult, we try to look them in different perspectives. Um, it's not always easy. Yeah. Um, but, um, as you said, he's a kid and he's a kid that wants to be loved. He wants to be accepted. Um, he wants to be understood. And so it's just, a, you know, like you said, a kid's a kid's a kid. Mm, I like that because it definitely is so applicable ca- across the spectrum. Cause I'm sure there's kids that struggle with just being different it's not necessarily disabilities related. It's just like maybe it's the way they look or the way they feel or right. whatever. But I love that different is not defective and that your weakness can be your witness. Yeah. I mean, I was, you know, Amy, as you're starting to talk, you know, my mind instantly kind of goes to, okay, how are we going to make sure that there's some practical takeaways yeah. for parents? And as soon as you said those two things, I'm Done. like, there, there they are. <laughs> like we, I mean, that's, that's the podcast, right? Mm-hmm. Is if, if we can help our, our children, whether they have a, a disability or not, because we're all different in one way or another. Totally. Right? I mean, we, uh, you know, whatever. I'm shorter. I was shorter than all my friends in junior high. That makes me different. Right? I mean, we're all, we're all different. If, if we can instill this reality, this truth in yeah. the hearts of our kids that different isn't defective. Wow. Mm-hmm. Parents, if you're listening, different isn't defective. Like, we need to help our kids because... You know, it, it, it kicks in early, but especially, and I'm, Amy, maybe you can speak to this, right? Of it was Caden was getting older as he enters his adolescent years. You do become more aware of your difference, mm-hmm. how you're different. And you do start feeling more defective, right? Because you're a little bit more insecure. You're more self-aware of people's responses to you. Um, different isn't defective and your weakness is your witness. Those are two awesome, awesome. Sorry, I interrupted your story, but no. man, that's good stuff. No, and um, you know, Caden was was pretty young. He was, I mean, I remember it. I remember we were walking to Islands at the Mission View Mall, and he just said to me, "God create me this way," mm. and talk about breaking your heart. And so, um, you know, it was a great platform for us to talk. But he was, you know, he was probably maybe first, second grade, and um, he hadn't gotten a lot of his formal diagnoses just yet. And so it was one of those things that just you know hit us. And I think you know even today, being a senior in high school, there are times that he questions why things are the way they are. Um, one of his major disabilities he has, he has Tourette's, and so he can't keep his head straight. He has head tics, and mm-hmm. he has a voice tick, and so he um, he's known as kind of like the Tourette's kid at school. And luckily, um, 
there was a, when he played water polo, there was a kid that went before him that played Tourette's. And so they kind of, it was so normal for him on the water polo team. And so as a freshman, it was like, oh, you have Tourette's? Okay. And they just went on. And so mm. luckily he's been able to find a tribe that's honored who he is. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I think that's the greatest thing is as, as parents is even just raising up our kids who maybe don't have a quote unquote disability of being accepting and being honoring of who kids are. Um, you know, like I said, if you said this may not, you know, you may not have a child with a disability and you think, well, what's this about? But it's just even raising up our kids to put on Jesus, you know, Jesus's glasses and mm-hmm. see that, you know, he created them as such. Um, you know, as we say at Saddleback all the time, you know, our kids are God's masterpieces. And so it doesn't matter what they look like, how they act, their IQ, everything. And so, um, you know, Caden now, as he's gotten older, he wants to use his story as a platform to be able to make it secure for other people to be able to step up and say, I'm this way. And so it's always fun just watching him be more um, loving and accepting of, mm. of all different kids. I love that. Well, and I think kudos to you, Amy, because I think for sure he's willing and wanting to use that as part of his platform because of yours and Kevin's belief in him and just like encouraging him that, like you said, difference isn't effective, but like acceptance and this is part of you, but it doesn't define you. And just all that, that beautiful kind of, like you said, that tribe. So, I mean, that's a big part of the parenting journey is again, whether you have a child with a disability or not is just uplifting your child so that they want to use that weakness for their witness. They want to see that, wow, my story can be powerful as opposed to, oh, I should be embarrassed or I don't want to talk about it. Right. Well, we have a, we have a very famous saying around Saddleback. I'm sure Pastor Rick coined. Um, I just lost it. That's how famous it is. Well, better together is (laughs) one. Um, God never wastes a hurt. Yes. Right. Like God doesn't waste our hurt. So Mm -hmm. the stuff we go through in life, the challenges, the setbacks, some are self-imposed. Some mm-hmm. are handed to us, and we had no say in the matter whatsoever. Caden had, he had no say, right, in the hand that he was dealt in life, mm-hmm. um, in this, in this, in this instance, in this, in this arena. But God doesn't want to waste that. And if we can help our our kids recognize that, man, you know, life is not without challenges. <clears throat> the challenges just look different for all of us, and some yeah. of the challenges do seem unfair, and mm-hmm. some of the challenges are harder to overcome. Like we have to recognize that it's not, it's not, it's not even honest to put everybody's challenges in the same category, yeah. mm-hmm. right? In the same box, man, but God does not want mm-hmm. that. There's, there's, there's a purpose in that. Yeah. Um, and if we can use that as our witness for Christ and his strength and his joy, which I love hearing Caden at, at 17, starting to verbalize and recognize, I want to use this yeah. to help others. I want to use this in the world is, is beautiful. I don't think any parent um, when they have, when they're, you know, pregnant or adopted or whatever it is, when they have a child, no one said, wow, I really want a child who struggles and has disabilities. Like no one's Mm -hmm. like, Oh yeah, I'm going to sign up for that. Um, But I know um, I'm a better minister because of my kid. I'm Mm -hmm. a way better minister because of him. Um, He makes me a better mom. Um, If you look on anything social media wise, I always say a mom to my hero. I mean, he truly is, I mean, I, I think just in general, and I hopefully in general as parents, our kids are our heroes because it's just not easy being a kid. And then to have a kid that's just a little different. And so anytime that we can um, just find their positives, find those things um, that they excel in, 
you know, I think in the disability world, that term is always challenging, whether it be special needs or disabilities. And there's two camps on either side. Sure. Um, but even with a disability, we have abilities. Um, right. There are there are, there's a place in the kingdom and there's a place in in the body for all of our kids. Mm-hmm. And we just have to find those strengths. Um, you know, each child has a strength, whether they are um, super you know talkative and they're engaging whether they have a, you know, a technology background, whatever it is, they all have a strength. And so it's um, nurturing that strength to allow them to excel, to have something that they can say, oh, this is my identity after their identity in Christ, hopefully. But it's, um, that's so important. And I think that's um, the part of when it seems really challenging and you, you, I'm sure so many parents have said, why God, why did you give me this child yeah. is just finding those really positive things to nurture. And, and this this question, I'm sure, would have different answers based on the disability. But in your experience, talk to us for a minute about like how have you navigated the the uh, the balance between protecting Caden, making sure that others protect Caden and it's a safe place for Caden, versus and I'm sure it's a little bit of both and. But how have you navigated versus helping Caden? Like, hey, it's this is a guy talking. It's a tough world out there. Um, you know, you are who you are. Like, how have you balanced sort of the protective mom, mm-hmm. make the world easier for Caden versus the preparing Caden to navigate a world yeah. that all, isn't always super protective? I think it's it's been a challenge and it's definitely finding out. Um, I, I know for a lot of our families, um, mine included, it is our kids' first reaction to say no. Um, for a lot of our kids, some kids are daredevils, but um, for a lot of our kids, they tend to be a little more timid because they've had to struggle a little harder. Mm-hmm. And so there are many times Cadence had to say, oh, no. And so it's finding that balance. Um, I always joke. I mean, I'm sorry, like no to an invitation. I'm no, no to, to anything. anything. Okay. I mean, like he Let's doesn't. try this. No. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. He doesn't okay. want to. He, he's not one of those people who are like, oh, I've never done this before. I mean, let's he, try it. Right. He like when he was little tiny. He didn't want to go down the slide. That scared him. Mm. And so it was like, no, we got to figure out how to get them you down the slide. And so taking steps um, to the point where it's, I always joke, um, he hated going to church. And so he always like, mm. it was a battle to get him to go to church. But every time after church was over, he was like, I had the best time. And so we joked, we would videotape him saying he had the best time so we could remind him. And so it, the following week is the same battle. It's the same, oh, same. same <laughs> on, on, on the way to church. I mean, is this it, tr- like you would show him last week's uh-huh. video? We would show uh-huh. him because there were times that, I right. mean, up until junior high that um, we would say, ah. And so um, we had to, you know, do that with lots of things. And so it's finding that those, those balance of like, okay, no, as a parent, you know what your child can do right. and being like, nope, we got to figure this out. And in creating steps, it may not be, Nope, we got to do it. But like, okay, here's some options. How can we get to the end result? But creating some steps and they can choose the steps. So maybe Mm -hmm. there's three steps to one side and four steps to the other. Which way do you want to go so we can get the end result? But Mm. ultimately we get to the end result. Right. Wow. That's that's cool. Gosh, Amy, there is so much wisdom Mm -hmm. experience, obviously, dripping from 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 you today. It's it's wonderful. It's I'm I'm just you've said five, six, seven, eight, really poignant little nuggets of, of wisdom that I think apply to, to every kids parent at kids mm-hmm. to your point, And we can kind of wrap with this kids are kids are kids. 
Mm-hmm. And, and some kids have some challenges and some, some struggles that other kids don't. And yeah. we, re- we recognize that. But kids are kids are kids. Um, God, if we trust God's sovereignty, I was going to say this to Colton mm-hmm. at la- last episode when he was expressing some of his fears of like, what, what, what does it mean to my kid that, that her dad and his mm-hmm. dad have this, have this diagnosis? Um, if we trust God's sovereignty, Mm. God knew exactly what he was doing when he put each kid in each family. Right. And, and there's no perfect parents. There's no perfect kids, but man, when we, when we lean on his sovereignty and we trust his sovereignty, like Amy, God gave Caden his parents on purpose. Right. Mm -hmm. And, 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 and God gave you and your husband Caden on purpose and God gave June and Miller Colton as Mm -hmm. their dad. Right. Yeah. It wasn't, it wasn't a mistake. Accident, it no wasn't accident. an accident. Right. And, and when we trust that, which is for those listening who maybe aren't men and women of faith, I mean, that is a, a faith based statement, right. As a, as a believer in Jesus and his power that, and God, I, I, I recognize that that is a faith based statement. But if you're in that spot, then it, it really does in some ways, it takes a little bit of the pressure off. Because we get to like, hopefully in every area of our lives and every area of parenting, we get to say, I'm really not in control of this. I mean, I'm, I'm stewarding this wonderful gift, mm-hmm. but God's got this and God, God's in charge and God knew what he was doing when, it, when he put our family together. And we, Amy, as you're doing, as Colton is doing <clears throat> next episode, we're going to have Megan as I, as I'm sure Megan and Brent are doing, we're doing the best we can to yeah. steward the the gift that God gave us when he put our family together. And if we do that, you know, intentionally, we get to, we get to enjoy the ride and, and, and trust the Lord with the results. And see the fruits of his labor for and sure. And see the fruits of his labor. Cool. That's good stuff. Well, I think like you said, Kurt, bottom line, Amy, you've been a blessing with all of your very practical tips. We would love to um, invite you guys to check out. We do have some two-minute tips that are going to be up soon that Amy did specific to raising kids with disabilities and just, again, very practical, but we're so grateful for Amy. And you can find those two-minute tips at saddlebackparents.com. Yep. We'll see you guys soon.